I did. It's a robot bee, Wolfgang. I have a compass. Will that help us find the flowers where the bees gather honey? It might, but only if we knew the direction first. But here's where my robot bee can help us. Really? How does it do that, Mr. Matthews? Well, Wolfgang, in 1973, Carl von Frisch received a Nobel Peace Prize for discovering the unique language that bees use. When they communicate, he learned that the scout bees tell the other bees where to find the nectar, and how much sugar is in the nectar, and they do this through two dances. Mr. Matthews, can your robot bee communicate with the real bees? Oh yes, Wolfgang. In fact, the robot bee can communicate with other bees by vibrating its wings at the same rate as it does a special tail wagging dance, just like the scout bees do. Mr. Matthews. How do you start up the robot bee? By this simple switch, Wolfgang. I invented it myself. But it just looks like a regular light switch to me. Can I turn it on to watch the robot bee communicate with the real bees? Please, Mr. Matthews, please. Oh no, Wolfgang! You must never touch the switch, but especially on a day like today. Why? The bees are frustrated on a windy day because they can't find any nectar. So what's wrong with that, Wolfgang? If the robot bees communicate that there is honey to the other bees, swarms of angry bees will come right here. What's that black switch, Mister Matthews, next to the robot bee? Wolfgang, that switch activates my artificial sun. The bees use this artificial sun, as they do the real sun, as a compass to find the flowers when they follow the directions that the scout bees gave them. By their dances, remember? Wow, those are nice flowers in that vase, Mr. Matthews. Certain flowers like these have ultraviolet designs, which also serve as guides to the nectar. Wolfgang, watch out for the wire I've got strung across the floor. If you trip the switch to the robot bee, it will bring swarms of angry bees looking for nectar into my carpentry shop. Yikes! That sounds scary, Mr. Matthews. Someone's at the door. Do you want me to go answer it? Sure. Go ahead, Wolfgang. I'll be right there. It's Rudy, Mr. Matthews. Hey, Rudy. Hi, Wolfgang. Hi, Mr. Matthews. Hey, Rudy. Come on in. I want to show you something. What are you doing in the dark? Rudy, wa- watch out for、ah! this. That was a close call. I almost fell down. Oh no. 
Swarms of bees will be here in a matter of minutes. Let's get out of here. Let me think. I know, we'll go to the G's. Come on, Wolfgang and Rudy. Let's go. Debar is the primary word that makes up the Hebrew word for Deborah. Debar means word and is translated several times as be, as in Deuteronomy 1.44. Peanut, would you read this verse for us, please? All right. Deuteronomy 1.44 says, And the Amorites, which dwell in that mountain, came out against you and chased you, as bees do, and destroyed you in Seir, even unto Hormah. Judges 14.8 also uses the word be for the translation of Debar. And after a time he returned to take her, and he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion. And behold, there was a swarm of bees and honey in the carcass of the lion. Lizzie, would you read our memory verse in Psalm 118, verse 12, where Debar is also translated as bee in the Bible? Okay, Mr. G. Psalm 118, verse 12. They compass me about like bees. They are quenched as the fire of thorns. For in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. Come on in. You're all out of breath. How fun. Quick, let us in, Mrs. G. The bees, the bees, they're coming. Are you all okay? Maybe you can catch your breath and tell me who won the race. This is G. It's not a race. The bees are chasing us. It's awful, Grandma. Millions of bees now think that Mr. Matthews has all the nectar and all the sunshine in New Garden. Oh, my, Rudy. I wonder why in the world the bees would think such a thing. That will take a little explaining, Mrs. G. But the bees are mad because I fooled them with my robot bee. Hi, Mark, Wolfgang, Rudy. I overheard Mrs. G speaking about some kind of race. Were all of you in a race? Let me try to answer that, Mr. G. Well, I guess we can get back to our Bible study about Deborah and the Amorites that chase them like bees. Mark, Wolfgang, and Rudy have provided us with a very realistic illustration for our lesson. Now, let's talk about Deborah, whose name means bee. Lizzie, do you remember where Judge Deborah's name came from? Her name is from the same Hebrew word, Debar, as bee is from. Is that right, Mr. G? You're correct, Lizzie. And Deborah lived under the palm tree of Deborah, according to Judges 4, 5. Can you read that, please? Okay, Judges 4, verse 5. And she dwelt under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel, and Mount Ephraim, and the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. Is there a spiritual meaning of a palm tree, Mr. G? Lizzie, in the Bible, palm trees signify both Christ as well as the believers. Can you look up Psalm 92, verse 12? All right, Psalm 92:12. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree, He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. We also read about one of the many names of the Lord Jesus in 1 John 2.1. My little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Mr. G, what about when Christ rode into Jerusalem on two donkeys? 
Didn't the crowd lay down branches of palm trees? That's an excellent observation, Peanut. Let's go to John twelve twelve through fourteen. On the next day, much people that were come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him, and cried, Hosanna! Blessed is the King of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. Honey. Can the kids say our memory verse? Please, Miss Itchy, don't say that word, honey. The bees might hear you. Of course, Wolfgang. Honey, I mean、um, sunshine. I mean、uh, my honey, my sunshine. Yes, sweetheart. Can the children say our memory verse? Of course. Oh no, Mrs. G. Look, the bees are just outside the windows. There must be thousands of them. Look, everyone! The neighbors must have called the fire department. The firemen are hosing down the bees, and they're falling to the ground. What are those other people with masks doing? Well, Joey, it looks like they're trying to actually help the fallen wet bees. Their truck says A A A Beekeepers Incorporated. It sounds like they're the first listing in the yellow pages. Under beekeepers. <laughs> There, you see, children, the bees are all gone. Who wants to say our memory verse one last time? I can say it, Mr. G. Psalm 118, verse 12. They compassed me about like bees. They are quenched as the fire of thorns, for in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. Kids, when Christ hung on the cross, he too was compassed or surrounded by enemies who were like bees.
Thanks for tuning in again, boys and girls. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, or if you'd like a free audio CD of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible and Outreach of Bible Ministries International and Care Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621, USA. Today's program is entitled, The Robot Bee. This program number is 085. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye.